From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey, welcome back to the Radio 111 screening room. It's always such an honor to be back on here. We have a special holiday streaming guide episode. So this has been sort of requested of me to do like this, like guide or how to navigate um, streaming services for holiday classics or just great holiday movies in general. And I am actually really excited to do this because I did look through all the streaming services and I did manage to find a lot of great holiday movies. I'm also going to talk about on this particular episode, single all the way and give you my quick thoughts on that movie. It's not really like a whole, um, episode worth of a movie. Like it's not worth an entire episode of the show, but I will say that, you know, I, I am not afraid to talk about it. So let's certainly get into it. So on Amazon prime, just cut right into the chase no fancy introductions so amazon prime has had a lot of difficulties as a streaming service to kind of gain growth it certainly has some good stuff in there um like the will of time is pretty good so far on there like and marvelous miss Maisel. so if you haven't seen those shows those are some recommendations just for some shows in general but on their holiday movies um when it comes to their holiday movies they have some really um, pretty. They have some really great films, actually. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I'm I'm looking at this list now, and I'm like, okay, they have some great films. First of all, The Bishop's Wife is on Amazon Prime. It's a film about an angel and a who comes back in human form, who enters the life of a bishop, in order to help him in his cathedral and repair his fractured marriage. It's basically a story about a woman and an angel and a bishop and it's a love triangle but in reality it's more about trying to make sure the bishop can rediscover his love for his wife it's a great movie i've always thought it was a wonderful holiday classic i everybody remembers that classic scene where Cary grant is basically fixing the tree and because he has magical powers he can do it right away it's a classic holiday scene it's always on tcm but i definitely recommend this one if you want like a romantic black and white christmas movie certainly one of the best ones scrooged is on amazon prime it is a reworking of the christmas carol um by charles dickens it's stars bill murray and he goes he's a television executive who is so bitter and angry and he finds himself being i'm gonna say like haunted by three spirits who try to teach him the joys of christmas and it's on there if you want a really good comedy and it's really funny because it's actually like it it grows on you like the first time you see it you might not think it's like the most hilarious or even the most thoughtful christmas movie but it certainly grows on you and then tangerine is also on the streaming service tangerine is a christmas movie about two trans women who navigate uh, Los Angeles uh, sex work but they also has to deal with the fact that one of their boyfriends owes them money and it's a really I gotta say very thoughtful provoke uh, very thought-provoking movie very good movie just in general 
and I also love the two performances from the two women in the movie. It's certainly a performance-led movie, and it was made on an iPhone, so it's like pretty innovative at the time for its ability to be actually made on such a low budget. But I think it's great for what it is, and it's also like what I like to call a good LGBT-themed Christmas movie. It's and especially considering I'm in California, it's like damn, the holidays are hot over here. So it's nice to see a movie that reflects that. And finally, It's a Wonderful Life, which I consider the greatest Christmas movie of all time, is also on Amazon Prime. The film itself follows uh, a man named George Bailey. You know this story. He doesn't believe his life is worth anything, and he thinks that if he just died, uh, nothing of importance would have mattered if he had never just lived. And the film features an angel who just disproves him that. What I've always loved about It's a Wonderful Life is that, sure, it could have done the whole premise without the first two hours, but those crucial two hours where you get to know George Bailey are so remarkable and I think that just seeing him grow up and I love that classic scene where Donna Reed and James Stewart are just talking about the moon like I'm going to capture the moon for you Um, I'm going to lasso the moon and she says I will take it it's one of the best scenes in movie history it's one of my favorite romantic scenes it's also emotionally just a riveting movie like I honestly say that it's one of the most emotionally difficult to not cry at movies <laughs> like you watch it and it, it, everything that's bad that happens it makes you cry so much because the actors are so good at selling it that honestly like why wouldn't you cry at these scenes these feel too real especially like the parts when it comes to money like that is so true like and so true and relatable that you just can't help but cry and i think it's one of my favorite move it's one of my favorite movies of all time and it is one the greatest i was gonna say one of but no it is the greatest christmas movie of all time in my opinion and it airs and it's on amazon prime get the black and white version because the black and white version is beautiful it's on there do not watch it in color uh the colorized version i don't support colorization especially considering that filmmakers were not around the filmmaker is in this case but just in general filmmakers are never around for colorization so you get to see these ugly botched versions of it i'm not sure why people still support the colorization for i love lucy that was terrible i don't know why because they always do the i love lucy christmas special and they always air the colorized version and it's a shame because it looks beautiful in black and white christmas looks great in black and white you'll have i'm gonna have a lot of black and white movies on here the bishop's wife the it's a wonderful life you know, those are black and white classics for a reason. And I think there's a reason why a lot of black and white movies during the holidays are still popular. It's because they're they're great movies. So there's that. And then on Nef- and then on Netflix we have White Christmas. White Christmas has always been sort of like the bane of my existence. Like I've never loved it the way other people have loved it. Um, Netflix has other Christmas movies on there, of course, but I like to call them Hallmark-esque, and I'm not really in the business of recommending like Hallmark movies, to be honest with you. Like I, Single All the Way is one of the movies on there, and Single All the Way get, got a lot of good press because it's like the first LGBT uh, themed Christmas movie for the service. And you know what? It's well-intentioned. I think it's doing a good service that way but honestly it's just gonna have the same trappings of a hallmark movie the conversations are very on the nose the romantic chemistry between the two actors is not as strong in the beginning and it only gets good towards the end of the film so you have all these scenes where the main actors 
don't have enough time to like get to know each other and so you have all these characters that are constantly talking about how in love these characters are but they're not but it doesn't come across that way so it isn't until the end of the film where you actually are convinced that these characters could have feelings for each other and i don't think that that's a good way of showing off your love story and i think that somebody once said that this is a movie about this is a hallmark movie apparently where characters use their brain and i had a friend quote say that and at first i kind of agreed with her but in reality it's just the same amount of like hijinks and misunderstandings as any hallmark movie and quite frankly i don't think the lgbt community needs to make hallmark movie versions of holiday classics i think they need to make better movies you know i think we need to do better with our christmas movies we don't need to do um we don't need to do single all the way it's 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 a nice movie for what it is it has good performances especially by michael yuri and the and the love triangle aspect of it is well handled enough i just think a lot of the dialogue is very on the nose like the same way that any hallmark movies on the nose and i'm just not a big fan of how hallmark christmas movies handle their their subjects and their commentary that they make on influencers is not funny i don't get it like i get the joke i just don't get why they have to do it you know what i mean it just isn't that funny but going back to white christmas I would say that if you want to see a holiday movie instead, you know, instead of watching White Christmas, you could just honestly, why don't you just watch um, Holiday Inn? It's available on any streaming service like YouTube or Amazon where you have to pay extra. I would just pay extra for Holiday Inn. So in general, pay extra for Holiday Inn because that's an actual great movie. White Christmas has always been sort of like, you know, the color version of Holiday Inn with less the charm. You know what I mean? Less emotional gravitas and less and I'm not invested in it as much. And then in terms of paying for Christmas classics, if you want to pay extra Christmas in Connecticut and the 1951 version of Christmas Carol and carol the 2015 movie which is an lgbt themed movie even though it's on toby and pluto tv for free i do recommend um paying for extra streaming service or renting it because it is worth watching it without the commercials and again that's christmas in connecticut holiday inn and the 1951 version of a christmas carol and carol i think those are just great movies to just watch and pay extra to see them um christmas in connecticut in particular is one of my favorite ones because it's a movie about this woman who fakes being like this uh great cook and then one day this veteran and his son come on by to like not veteran and his son it's this the manager i think the manager of the comp of the radio station and his veteran son come on by to be to test out the food and try it out and she has to fake her way there fake it till you make it sort of thing and it's a great movie i've always loved the original barbara stanwick christmas in connecticut movie that movie you know that that movie in general chris uh barbara stanwick is great barbara stanwick is a great actress and she really sells it and i love seeing her comedic chops because quite frankly it's just it it's it's very rare to see her do comedy sometimes because I've seen her in so many dramatic movies like, um, and like, what is it? Oh, Double Indemnity, which is one of my favorite movies of all time and features one of my favorite performances from Barbara Stanwyck and just performances in general. So, and Stella Dallas. So Christmas in Connecticut is a spectacular 
holiday classic and it's really fun and honestly a lot of hallmark movies have ripped this movie off in terms of like hijinks and all that but there's a reason why christmas in connecticut gets taken seriously in film schools as opposed to hallmark movies over on apple tv plus uh they have the charlie brown christmas special you're familiar with that it with that it's the peanut special the special based on the peanuts uh comic so you know, you got that special, and it's it's one of those things where it's gonna be on there for a while. So I would definitely check it out as long with along with the other specials that are on there from uh, the Peanuts gang and all that. And they also have a good show like Ted Lasso. So you know, it isn't just watching Charlie Brown on there. You actually have other stuff to watch on Apple TV Plus, even though it seems like the weakest of the streaming services. And then over on Peacock, you have Die Hard. Die Hard has always been one of my favorite non-traditional Christmas movies. So, it, funny enough, Peacock has two non-traditional Christmas movies. So, I definitely would check them out. Um, but Die Hard has always been like a fun Christmas movie. And I've always told someone, if Hans Grubu doesn't fall from the, um, the building, then it's not Christmas. And then the 1974 Black Christmas movie is on there as well black christmas is in my opinion the greatest horror film ever produced about the holidays i mean christmas evil has always been a pretty good movie well good in terms of campiness but black christmas is an actual innovative holiday movie but it's also an innovative horror film it started the slasher film genre it really was the film that combined all these different methods of filmmaking to make a new genre and Black Christmas, I think, also benefits from the fact that it's aged really well. It's a movie about a about women, basically. It's a movie about women who have to deal with like being harassed and no one believing them. And they're dying one by one because somebody's killing them because guess what? <laughs> the harassment is real, as they would say. I will say this, that it has aged really well because it is the Me Too era, but it's also aged pretty well because it also has this really mature conversation about abortion that I just absolutely dig. So I definitely check this one out and Die Hard is and Die Hard and Black Christmas are on Peacock. HBO Max is the big one for Christmas classics. We have both versions of Miracle on 34th Street. I have a preference for the 1947 version with Natalie Wood. I think that version right there perfectly captures the conversation about faith and believing when things uh, when common sense tells you not to i'm quoting the movie so if you want to see a movie that is about faith and about just genuinely speaking a good christmas movie with a santa claus edmund gwen is my favorite santa claus and i love his scenes with natalie wood as susan um i had talked uh, to tie this in with another episode i had mentioned that i wasn't a big fan of natalie wood in West Side Story, but I'm a big fan of Natalie Wood in this movie, so check out the Natalie Wood version, but I do think the Mara Wilson version, the 94 version, has some things worth um, looking at, so definitely watch both versions if you have the time. Uh, Meet Me in St. Louis is one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's a movie about a family that goes through one final year living in St. Louis before they have to move. And it's it's such a great chronicle of this family's life. And it's a great musical. I love the music in it. And one of my favorite songs is the trolley song and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which has become a staple during the holidays. That's the movie where it originates. And Judy Garland gives one of my favorite performances of all time. 
The Man Who Came to Dinner is also on the streaming service. It's another holiday film from the 40s. I love a lot of these movies from the 40s. But it's a movie about a, a very rambunctious man, almost like a Rush Limbaugh type personality who just happens to have an accident outside this one person's house and hijinks ensue. And it's a really, I think it's a great comedy. I, th- I love the side characters, especially the Betty Davis character. I've always admired her, but the main performance is just so... Um, how, how you're able to make a character so unlikable likable is really... that That's a great performance. So I definitely want to say that watch this movie for the performances. Uh, Gremlins, A Christmas Story... There, those are other great films on there. Uh, Gremlins is another horror film that I certainly enjoy, and I think it's really it's uh, it's just more fun. It's, if you want to see a fun horror film, watch Gremlins. Black Christmas is not as fun. Black Christmas is really serious, but A Christmas Story. This is one of my favorite ones as well. I love A Christmas Story. It's a beautiful little Christmas classic about a little boy that just wants a Red Ryder BB gun, and everybody knows it. I've heard people say that they don't like this movie anymore because it airs so often on TBS. Well, you know what, though? Watch it once on HBO Max. You know, there's a reason why cable's dying. So, you know, don't... I'm going to be honest with you. Don't watch it on TBS. Watch it on HBO Max once and you'll be fine. I think it's a great movie that, honestly, people have been trying to milk the hell out of it. But you know what? I love it. I think it's still a great movie and I don't want to let other outside um, sources get to me 8-bit christmas is sort of like a modern day remake of it except with a nintendo um i thought it was fine i've heard a lot of people recommend this movie it was fine for what it was i didn't think it was all that special but i still think christmas carol (laughs) uh, not christmas carol but a christmas story is still the definitive classic about a child wanting a toy and all the hijinks that come from that elf um, it happened on Fifth Avenue and the shop around the corner are three other movies that you check out on there. Elf is really funny because of Will Ferrell. It happened on Fifth Avenue is just a very touching movie in, ge- in general. And the shop around the corner is underrated. I think that because it inspired You've Got Mail, lots of people don't realize how like how how good the original was. So I definitely recommend the shop around the corner just in general. It's a, it's a great movie. Over on the free services, The Apartment, it, one of the great movies of all time, okay, the 1960 Best Picture winner about Jack Lemmon, who basically um, state, let's just say that he rents out his apartment to everybody and he's taken advantage of, and Shirley MacLaine plays his love interest. This is one of those great movies where I just love the ending, and it's just a great holiday film. It, it has that cozy feeling to it, so definitely check it out. It is free on Toby. Um, because it's free, I'm surprised that it's free. I, I want it on HBO Max, but it's free on there. And trust me, you'll be gain, getting your money's worth from that movie. I do recommend buying it for just in general because it's a piece of hit film history. But I, it's on a free streaming service. Um, the Bells of St. Mary is also on Toby. I think of this as the class alternative you can watch as opposed to like White Christmas um and holiday Inn. if you don't want to watch those two movies they're on there oh and i also wanted to add for a non-traditional christmas batman returns and eyes wide shut are both on hbo max both movies take place during the holidays but they don't have specifically holiday centric um stories batman returns is about batman facing off the penguin and catwoman has a few references to the holidays and it's certainly 
a good aesthetic movie. And Eyes Wide Shut takes place on Christmas. It's a story about it's 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 Kubrick's final film, and it's a story about a man who has a let's just say a hard time dealing with the fact that his wife might want to have sex with other people. And then over on Disney Plus. Uh, Home Alone and Home Alone 2 on there. I really just recommend Home Alone if you just want to watch one of them because you have all these other Christmas movies you want to watch. But Home Alone is a great movie. You've seen it. Little boy gets trapped Home Alone and has to fight off burglars. And it's not just about the burglars. It's a really just a beautiful little movie. And I love it. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is one of my favorite Christmas Carol adaptations. So it's on there. I'm not sure if they brought back the one song that they said they're going to bring back, but still, even without that song, it's worth watching. Uh, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger about the guy who tries to buy a toy for his son. Um, I do think it has some harmful messaging in it about, oh, well, you know, if you just buy a toy for your son, your son will love you. I still think it tries really hard to fight that message, but it ends up giving that message but it is a fun movie and i don't think it's as bad as people say it is it's more of a camp fest so if you want to watch a good campy um christmas movie jingle all the ways there my brother actually thought he had a good time with it to be honest with you and over on um shutter again christmas evil is on there if you want to see a killer santa claus movie christmas evil is on there and along with silent night deadly night it's up to you to watch those. I still think the Tales from the Crypt episode, and I think it's on HBO Max, the Christmas episode is still better than those two movies by a long shot. And over on Hulu, finally, The Holiday, which is a movie about two women who trade their um, houses for a Christmas holiday. That's I still think it's a great movie with a lot of great love interests. And I think I, I love seeing Jack Black as a love interest. It's nice to see a man of size actually for once be considered an attractive love interest in a movie so you know kudos on the film for being uh body positive during a time where you know you could have easily made jack black into a joke but making him into a love interest is just a wonderful thing for the film so if you want that um happiest season is also on hulu i was never a big fan of this movie like i recommend it because it is lgbt theme if you want to see like a happy-go-lucky romance movie with a lesbian couple in it certainly go watch it but i still think it has a harmful message about uh relationships and i just don't think the love interest in that movie is particularly a good person aubrey plaza deserved better in that movie if you know what you know but if you haven't seen it keep an eye out on aubrey plaza she gives a great performance and quite frankly she is the best thing about that movie so from each streaming service, it's a wonderful life for Amazon Prime and The Bishop's Wife for Amazon Prime. Netflix, I guess White Christmas, Peacock, Black Christmas, and Die Hard, Charlie Brown Christmas for Apple TV Plus, HBO Max, Miracle on 34th Street, The Christmas Story, Shop Around the Corner, Toby, The Apartment, and Carol, and over on Disney Plus, Home Alone, and The Muppet Christmas Carol. And real quick, if you go over to Hulu, the holiday. So those are the, some of the quick highlights. If you wanted some quick recommendations, Eyes Wide Shut on HBO Max as well. But happy holidays. Merry Christmas. This has been a quick guide. Maybe not so quick guide, but hopefully you'll have some choices. And I might have navigated that for you. Stay tuned.